guys, and welcome back to another episode of Doses of Jesus podcast with your girl, the Seisha Monet. Y'all, I miss y'all so much, but it's been a blessed, busy couple of weeks. It's been like three weeks since I uploaded a pod. Your girl been busy, very productive, and all glory to God. I'm so grateful that I've been busy, you know? Um, God is just amazing, y'all, and just, I just want to, before we even get into the pod itself, I just want to and inspire somebody and just encourage somebody to just keep holding on to God. I'm telling y'all, he is moving quickly and he is doing big things for his people, y'all. For real, the first shall be last and the last shall be first. Remember that. All right. As always, make sure that you share, like, subscribe, all of that. Make sure you just, you just tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a mama to tell a daddy, you know, to check out the pod. Because <laughs> we're doing big things for God. This is all for God's glory. And I'm just grateful to be the vessel that he's using to be able to do this, y'all. It's a blessing. And I love y'all. I'm so grateful for y'all's support. And man, like, glory to God. For real, for real. As always, before we get into the pod topic, we got to get into prayer. As always, man, I miss y'all so much. I'm so excited to do this episode, y'all. Like, I've been trying to figure out, like, oh, my God, when am I going to finally be able to upload another pod? And here I am. Thank you, Jesus. But Heavenly Father, we come to you right now asking you to forgive us for any sins known and unknown, God. We ask that you wash us, cleanse us, and fill us with your Holy Spirit, God. We ask that you saturate us with the blood of Jesus, Lord God. Cleanse us, God, and make us white as snow, Father God. Let everything we do, God, glorify your name and represent you in the most highest most pure, extravagant way, God. I thank you, Lord God, for using me as the vessel, God, as your vessel, Father God, to bring forth your word, Lord God, through Doses of Jesus podcast, Lord God. I thank you that this word, Father God, will 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 pierce the hearts, Lord God, of your people, God, and it will turn even the stony heart into flesh, God. Let there be an ear to hear, Father God, a heart to receive, Father God, and that they will take this word, Father God, and that they will use it, Father God, in their everyday life, Father God, to glorify you, Father God. I thank you, God, for just having your way, Father God. Whatever you want to do, God, we we make room, Father, for you to have your way, God. In Jesus' name, no form and fashion, no form of godliness, but all of you, all of kingdom, God. We decrease so that you may increase, Father God, and have your way. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. All right, y'all. So the topic of today is check the root. When God gave me that word, I think I was washing dishes. I don't know what I was doing. I think I, I remember. I remember I was cleaning up because he gave me this word on April 8th at 4 10 p.m. I wanted to upload this pod Sunday that just passed, but here it is to y'all today. God's timing is everything. And he gave me the subtitle. It's the root of a thing. And I said, okay, God, all right, we, we getting deep. We getting deep with this because anytime you hear somebody talking about the root, the root is deep. The root is, you don't see the root on the surface. The root is underneath. It's all deep down. You got to really dig deep in order to get to the root, right? And God gave me the definition of root is the basic cause, source, or origin. Like I said, is the basis is where it all begins. I remember my mom will always tell me like, if you feeling a way, if you and your feelings, don't say God, take me on my feelings. No, you have to ask God, God, I thank you. Well, first of all, you bind it up. I bind the spirit of offense because the root of being in your feelings is offense. So you have to bind up the root of a thing and loose that what you want 
of God. So if I'm binding up offense, God, I bind offense and I lose your humility and I bind distractions and I lose a focus anointing, things like that. Right. And so the first scripture I want to tap into is Matthew chapter four, verse one through 11, the new King James version. Right. And so I don't know if y'all ever read that particular scripture, but I'm going to paraphrase it. So basically Jesus was on a fast, right? He had fasted for 40 days, 40, 40 days and 40 nights. So of course, Satan being who he is and how he is, he saw that, okay, Jesus is hungry. Hold up. This is a vulnerable moment. Let me go over there and try and, you know, manipulate him. Right. But I'm like, you would think that the devil would know by now, like, okay, that's Jesus. I ain't going to mess with him. He still wouldn't mess with him, right? So, matter of fact, no, I'm not gonna paraphrase. I'm gonna find. I'm gonna actually. I'm using my phone um, to record as well, y'all. But I'm gonna use my Safari, and I'm gonna give y'all the scripture because I wanted to paraphrase, but we ain't gonna paraphrase this. This, this, this scripture right here. I had different scriptures, but this one right here, God gave me yesterday when I was reading my word and I was like, okay, God, I see exactly what you want to do right here. I see it. All right. We coming from the new King James version. Okay. Y'all. So this is Matthew chapter four, verse one through 11. Okay. Then Jesus was led up by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, Afterward, he was hungry. Now, when the tempter came to him, he said, if you are the son of God, command that these stones become bread. Okay, we're going to pause right there. See how the enemy, he came up, he, he came up to him in a vulnerable moment. Like, well, hey, you are the son of God. Turn that stone into bread. I know you can do it. Right. Look what Jesus said. I love how Jesus said this. He said, but he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So what I what I just want to pause right here for a second, because I was telling my mama, you know, it's amazing to me how Jesus didn't dwell on this and say, you know what, man, the devil, right? Maybe I should do that. I could do that, huh? But he knew that that's not what God had told him to do. God didn't lead him to do that. So instead of dwelling on it, instead of going tweet about it, instead of calling his homeboy and talk about it, instead of calling Peter or, or um, Samuel and them, you know, you know, he, 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 he went straight to the word and he said, uh-uh, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. But of course, Satan being how he is, he didn't stop there. He came back with something else. He said, the, the verse five says, then the devil took him up into the holy city, set him up on the pinnacle of the temple and, and said to him, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down for it is written. Look how, look how cunning and slick the enemy tries to be. He tried to throw the word to the word himself. He said, he shall give his angels charge over you and in their hands, they shall bear you up lest you dash your foot against a stone. The devil tried to throw Psalms 91 to God, to Jesus. Like Jesus isn't the son of God who is the word. Like, come on now. So Jesus says to him, it is written again, you shall not tempt the larger God. So again, the devil comes again. He like, okay, that didn't work. I'm coming with something else. Again, the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, all these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, away with you, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the larger God and him only you shall serve. And then, then the devil left him and behold, angels 
came and ministered to him. So if you notice the emphasis, I emphasize then because it's like, it wasn't just one time Jesus had to tell the devil what's up. It wasn't just one time. The devil came at Jesus, what, that was three times I want to say? So what does that tell us? I love how Joyce Meyer said in the Battlefield of Mind Devotion that I've been reading, controlling your, your thoughts and thinking on the positive and godly things is not a one-time-for-all type thing. Every day, the enemy is going to try and tempt you and try to get you to think on things that you're not supposed to or make you go back to the past and dwell so that he could take you backwards. You have to every day, like I said in the other podcast, when I said how the word is our daily dose, Every day you have to take that daily multivitamin of the word. You have to constantly pray over your mind and constantly keep watch over your thoughts and take captive those thoughts, right? Like it says in the word, we take captive of our thoughts and we line them up with what God says. We line them up with the word of God. We think on these things, right? And if Jesus was tempted, surely we're going to be tempted too. But guess what? We're going to always win as long as we do what God says to do in his word. As long as we follow Jesus' example, Jesus came, Jesus was led to that place to be tempted. The purpose for him going there was to be tempted. So that guess what? When we're tempted, we can go to him for help. We can say, Jesus, help me to be strong in temptation. Help me not to fumble the ball when the when the tempter comes with temptation because that's the devil's job. And he's going to do his job, but we have to make sure we're doing our job, right? So I love how God had me to write this, um, this paraphrase of Matthew chapter four. Well, this is the, the lesson I got from that, that God gave me. Jesus realized it was a spirit and he needed to handle that spirit with the word. Not going to post on Facebook, like I said, not going to vent to his best friend or homeboy about it. But guess what? It's okay. I just want to say it's okay to confide confide in another human that God leads you to confide in because we need people. But make sure you counsel with God first. Make sure you consult with him first. Man, make sure whenever you vent to somebody that there's somebody God led you to and it's wise counsel. Because guess what? The wrong word, the wrong, it could be the right word at the wrong time from the wrong person. You know what I'm saying? And so... God just revealed to me that everything has a root. Everything starts from a root. So if you take a, a mustard seed, or let's use an apple seed, you plant that seed, it's going to sprout up. Every tree you see in the forest first started off as a seed, and it grows. So imagine if you're you're allowing the wrong type of you never dig up those roots of bitterness and anger. That's going to continue to sprout up no matter how much you try and and polish it up with gospel music and affirmations and things like that until you get down to the root and you ask God to heal you of those bitter roots, of those angry roots, of those rotten roots. A, a rotten apple will contaminate a whole basket full of full of good apples. And you know the saying when they say one bad fruit can contaminate the whole entire bunch. So until you get rid of that rotten fruit, all your fruit will continue to be contaminated. And guess what? You're just going to continue to raise up a bunch of rotten apples. If a woman, I love how God revealed to me that he can supernaturally heal the most hurt, stony heart. And a lot of times what I notice is that a lot of times when people don't heal from those wounds, 
and also from wounds that people aren't sorry for giving you. You got to remember, some people will never be sorry. So you have to take that initiative to forgive them so that you can move on for you. So a lot of people don't heal from those wounds, right? Because they're waiting on an apology or they're waiting on to get revenge. So then what happens is they give birth to a child and they're taking anger out on that child and bitterness out on that child who's innocent. So then that child grows up in a bitter environment. So now that child looks at everybody else like, well, why are you so happy? My, my mama do this to me. So then that child grows up bitter. And now you just got a whole bunch of bitter apples rolling around contaminating people, bleeding on people, and that's not fair. So God showed me from my own experience, Seisha, ask me to supernaturally heal your heart. Ask me to supernaturally heal your, heal your mind. And when I asked God to do that for me, immediately, of course, the devil still tried to tempt me with situations, but I had to take that initiative to say, you know what? No, devil, uh-uh, we're not doing that. God, I thank you that you healed me. I thank you that I have the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I have peace which surpasses all understanding. I have joy unspeakable. Thank you, God, that your love saturates my heart. Thank you, God, for purging my heart every single day. Thank you for renewing my mind. You have to renew your mind because just because God heals you, that does not mean that the tempter is not going to keep coming back. Trying to, You'll be washing dishes and the devil will try and make you think on a situation that happened six months ago. And if you dwell in that situation long enough, bitterness and anger and anger will creep up like the thief in the night. You, I'm telling you from experience. So you have to keep watch. That's why the word says take captive, hold on to those thoughts and keep them in 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 God's in God's keep them. In, <laughs> I got excited, y'all. Keep them bound up in God. Keep them bound up in the word. Continue to wrap your mind around the word. Wrap your heart in the word. I don't care if you got to sing a song. If you got to sing, sing, I don't know where it is, your name, whatever you got to sing to get your mind off of that, pray. Read your Bible, y'all. I'm telling y'all, the root is, it can be the most beautiful thing, but it can be also the most dangerous thing you can ever experience if you don't handle it. Another prime example, yesterday, me and my, my mom and my baby went to Sam's and they had a man, an older man, and he, he looked in the basket at my baby and like he made a face like, like, and I was just like, we looked at him and immediately my flesh wanted to be like, oh, what's the problem? But God quickly reminded me, that's a spirit, Sisha. And you remember what I told, how I told you to handle a spirit. And I immediately, I said, God, help him. Have your way, God. He like, you know, I was just, I forgot exactly what I prayed, but I remember I prayed and I was like, I bind distractions because I knew it was a distraction because I'm like, this is the enemy trying to taint my witness and trying to make me act foolish and, and make me act crazy. And I don't know what type of day that man was having. And these days you don't just jump on people. Right. So I was like, you know what, God, it is what it is. And guess what happened? My mama ended up passing by him again and he ended up speaking to my mama and they was they had a little quick two second conversation and that was it, right? So imagine if I would have jumped stupid. That would just taint my whole witness. Imagine if that man would have listened to doses of Jesus. He would have been like, This is not the same girl that I met in Sam's. So I had a choice. You know what I'm saying? But imagine if I never dealt with my with the roots that I was with the with the, the roots that I was dealing with months ago, right? I would have been taking out anger on this man who, even though he looked in the basket, that man could have been thinking about something totally different. And But he just so happened to look at my baby in that moment, right? 
But I would have been bleeding on him because I would have still had baggage I was carrying. And when you are carrying baggage, thank you, Holy Spirit, when you're carrying baggage, imagine you carry, when you, if you're carrying so many apples in a paper bag. Eventually, them, them apples just going to fall wherever, whether you at your destination or not. So now, guess what? You have apples all in this person's yard, that person's yard. That's the same way it is when you're carrying baggage that you have not healed from. You'll start bleeding on this person who never did you anything. You'll start bleeding on your child, on this person, on that person. Like I said earlier, and you'll just continue a generational cycle and a generational curse of bitterness. But I bind the devil and I come against the root of anger, the root of bitterness that the root of anguish, the root of, of disappointment. And I thank you, God, that in, in the mighty name of Jesus, that every person that is listening to this podcast under the sound of my voice will experience your healing power, God, like only you can, God, your love, like only you can, your peace, God, your joy, your grace, your mercy, Father, fresh wind, fresh fire, burn away Everything that is not like you, fresh wind blow a revival in our lives, God, that they will experience you like never before, God, that our lives, God, will be proof of your faithfulness, proof of your goodness, proof of your of your of your peace, of your joy, of your love, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. All right, y'all. So we have three more scriptures I want to give y'all. I I knew that this podcast wasn't going to be super duper long because this was like, I, I, I just knew it. I felt it. I was like, you know what? This I, I felt it. I was like, we're about to get straight to it and through it. <laughs> but the next um scripture I want to give y'all is 2 Kings 19 and 30. We're going to come from the easy read version. And it says, and the surviving remnant of the house of Judah shall again take root downward and bear fruit upward right so in order for in it first of all you already know that if it's saying that it's going to bear fruit upward i want y'all to know that whatever seed whatever root was planted downward is what's going to come upward we just talked about that so this is i just i love to give the word to back up what i'm saying because the word child the word is the truth the word can't lie so i know that if i give the word with it that's the only backup i need right there god heaven in the word so this is another prime example that whatever you take root downward that's what's going to shoot up upward so i want y'all to be very intentional with planting the good roots of god planting roots of 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 joy i mean planting seeds of joy fruits of the spirit planting those seeds so that those fruits can come upward seeds of love joy peace faithfulness goodness gentleness kindness patience and self-control y'all all right oh let's see what's our next scripture the next one we're going to come from is jeremiah 17 and 14 we're going to come from the nlt version right all right so it reads oh lord if you heal me i will truly be healed if you save me i will truly be saved my praises are for you alone that's y'all that's self-explanatory only god can do it them crystals not gonna do it the tarot cards not gonna do it your friend can't heal you that weed not gonna heal you sex is not gonna heal you alcohol is not gonna heal you the club and the hookah bar is not gonna heal you only god alone can heal you and save you that's all i gotta say about that all right I'm, I'm speaking from experience. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, look, hey, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> that's straight up. Like, there's no way around it. You can try 
and heal yourself with all these other things. But I'm telling you from experience, until you surrender to God and you say, God, I need you to heal me like only you can, you're going to realize, dang, I was in all these other places doing all this. They didn't heal me. That didn't heal me. God, only you. And he going to do it for his glory. It's all to his glory. He's going to do it in a way where you cannot take his glory from him, child. Let me tell you. All right. Last scripture we're going to do uh, for today, y'all, is Psalms 9. And not, it's Psalms chapter 9, verse 9 through 10. And it's the easy uh, reversion again. And it reads, The Lord is a stronghold for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. And those who know your name put their trust in you, God. For you, O Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. So it's saying right then and there that guess what? God is the type of stronghold that you want. He's not the type of stronghold that's going to push you down. He's a stronghold that's going to hold you together right in good times and in times of trouble but know that he'll never leave you nor forsake you especially if you're seeking him he's gonna make sure he comes to see about you because he's el Roy, god who sees all he'll he'll never leave you and for nor forsake you especially those of us who truly seek him and truly want to live for him and truly love him he gonna see but us every time so when it comes down to try and get revenge vengeance vengeance is the Lord's not ours and once you get to that place where you can say God I trust you and I know that you got my back I can release all the things of the past because God you don't forget and you gonna handle that the way you know is best for me and my household y'all I'm not lying that blessed me again all over again I remember when God gave it to me it blessed oh child it blessed my socks off for real but this time it was different like actually giving it to y'all oh lord it, it was it was a word needed for me too right so now we get down to the podcast practice okay if you're new to the pod this is what we do at the end of each um topic because we're gonna put into practice the word of god we're not just gonna read it and and, and eat on it for today no baby we're gonna we're gonna feast on this for the rest of our lives right because the rest of our lives is gonna be what the best of our lives i like that god yeah i like that yeah now if y'all put that on a shirt or on a post you know what god gave it god gave it so i ain't gonna take no credit <laughs> just make sure you shout out god at least right but this week's podcast practice y'all mm. We're going to do some, some, we're going to diagnose some things. I want you to take out your journal, a piece of paper, whatever it is. And I want you to diagnose the roots that you know you have been dealing with. Whether it's roots of anger, bitterness, grief, jealousy, whatever, envy. Did I say envy? Envy. Whatever it may be. Worry, anxiety, or well, anxiety's root is worry. Um, fear. Write it down. And we're going to diagnose it. Okay. And when you diagnose that, I want you to write next to it what you're believing. I want you, whatever the, the root is that you have been dealing with, the, the, the negative root you've been dealing with, I want you to write down next to it the root that you're replacing it with by the power of God, by the power of, by the, by the holy, powerful hand of God, by the blood of Jesus, what you're, you're going to write next to it, what you are believing God that he is replacing that root with. So if you've been dealing with anger, you're going to say, God, I thank you that you are uplifting the root of anger, Father God, and that you are planting seeds, Lord God, of love, of joy, Father, of peace in my life. Okay. I got excited right there. Oh, child. All my head sliding back. 
<laughs> okay? That's what we're going to do. And I want you to write down kingdom affirmations that you're going to say every day or whenever you feel the devil trying to tempt you to think back on the things that hurt you. I want you to write affirmations and you're going to put scripture next to it. And I want you to say every time that worry tries to come up on the scene, I want you to put that, guess what? My God said in his word that he will never leave me nor forsake me. God, you said in first Peter chapter two, verse six, that guess what God, that he who believes in you will never by any means be put to shame so I will not be fearful I will not worry because I know where my help comes from and my help comes from the Lord and you will never leave me nor forsake me because you are Emmanuel my God who is here with me and you will never leave me in Jesus name God God I know the plans you have for me and my child not to harm us but to give us hope in a future God I know that all things work together for me and my child's good because we love you and we're called according to your purpose that's what you have to do you have to do it, y'all. I know, God, that you're going to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that I can ever think or ask or imagine. I know, God, that you're going to do a new thing. You're doing a new thing. I know that no weapon formed against me and my child shall prosper. And every tongue that tries to rise up against us, God, in judgment, we shall condemn them with you, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. That's what you say. And you repeat the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus over my mind, the blood of Jesus over my heart, the blood of Jesus over X, Y, and Z. The word, y'all, the word is the only thing, like Pastor Rachel said in church Sunday. The word is the only weapon we have that can slice and dice the enemy and slice and dice the roots of the enemy. Okay, y'all? I love y'all and I get so passionate. I know God is doing something, y'all, and it's marvelous. It's going to be so marvelous in our eyes and our sight. Oh, Lord, I just thank God. Oh, I just love y'all so much and I just thank God that this is his doing. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Y'all, I love y'all so much. And I just thank you, God. Have your way. In Jesus' name, I love y'all so much. God bless y'all. I'm out.